Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. Over or under. Under would be the key word. Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. It's on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Time for our Early Odds segment on the Joe Ostrowski Radio 670 The Score. We bring in pro better David Stahl. He's on Twitter at DavidDeMan2. And I thought this was perfect yesterday. After we get word that Rob Manfred is telling Greeny, oh, I, you know, I was 100% sure we we're going to have a season five days ago, but now I'm not 100%. Here's uh, with David Stahl's tweet. Brings in juice balls. Lied about juiced balls. Goes back to regular balls for playoffs. Lies about that, too. Astros, Red Sox, Yankees walking all over him. At best, we get a half-assed 50-game season in 2020. Possible, probable player strike in 2021. Nice work, Rob. Nice, nice work, David. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing well. Uh, th- thanks for having me on. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Uh, let's start with baseball because um, I, I could feel the fr- frustration in your tweet. I could tell that you grew up a big baseball fan. There aren't a lot of us around anymore, and I know you also enjoy betting on baseball as well. I still think we get some semblance of a season, but the players aren't going to be happy, and, and I don't know if they're going to start at the end of March next year. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish you know there was a way right now I could put a positive spin on this or give, you know, fellow diehard fans like myself a, a light at the end of the tunnel. But, I mean, I, sadly, I can't do it. Everything looks pretty ugly right now. Um, the tweet, you know, that I posted yesterday that you read just now kind of sums it up. Um, the, the state of the game, unfortunately, is, is kind of in shambles. Yeah. I'm, uh, do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 36. 
Okay, so yeah, uh, we're somewhat pretty close. I'm about five years older than you, and I just I just look at some of the kids, and and I don't mean to to do the old oh what about the children? What about the children? But it's just so damn different when I look at my seven year old son and his friends. Like yeah, they play baseball and and they enjoy it at the time, but but they're not looking to spend three three and a half hours watching a game and. They're not even really all that aware. A lot of in the world has changed that uh, there isn't any baseball. And I just think of if for the kids that are into it or getting into the game, if they were to go away for 18 months, the damage that we would see in a decade from now, I don't know if it could bounce all the way back ever. I, I could not agree with you more. I, I mean, you look back to 94, you know, when I, I was just a kid, and you know, you were as well at least when they were coming out of that strike, they had some things in their favor that they're likely not going to have now. Um, popularity of the NFL, the NBA, was lower 25 years ago than it is now. There's, there's really no question about that. Uh, you had Sosa and McGuire flirting with 70 homers. You know, you had things that the casual fan could, could you know, cling on to and, and let that bring them back to an extent. But you look at the state of the game now, and like you said, those other sports are all gaining Kids and casual fans are kind of just thrown in the towel on baseball. And, you know, you can't help but wonder how, how ugly this is going to be, like you said, for the next five to ten years as far as revenue, ratings, tickets, and, and anything else. Is it your favorite sport to bet on? I wouldn't say that, um, only because, you know, there's other sports out there I have more success with. But, but as far as re- removing the gambling aspect solely as a fan, yeah, you know, baseball, I've – I've been a big baseball fan ever since, you know, I was six, seven years old. So the gambling side, you know, it's frustrating not to have that available to bet on. But like I said, even bigger than that, just as a baseball fan, this, this is pretty tough to go through. Uh, David, anecdotally, it felt like there were a lot of baseball fans hyped about the KBO, just so excited to see something. <laughs> and then a lot of people kind of ditched it after a week. But, but you're still in. Uh, so tell us about your KBO experience and what you like and don't like. <laughs> yeah, it, it's an interesting league. I mean, it, it, it's not surprising, you know, that it was kind of the flavor of the week for 10 to 14 days and then people faded off, you know, as is the case with many things. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, as, as far as some of the positives, believe it or not, the starting pitching is actually pretty respectable. And, you know, for the first five or six innings, you have, you know, approximately high double A, maybe low triple A. Uh, level baseball and, and, and it's not that bad um, on the flip side the, the negative to that is the bullpens are atrocious uh, <laughs> most of the bullpens have ERAs above six um, I think the league average is like 560 or so last I looked so the end of these games you know seventh eighth and ninth inning things get uh get a little bit ugly a little bit weird are you betting a lot of overs well, obviously, you know, that, that's been baked into the lines now. You know, yeah. if, if we know that, certainly, you know, odds makers know that. So they're not going to give you any discounts if you want to go and, and pound overs. But initially, yeah, you know, there, there was a little bit of catch up uh, from the market to get to where they needed to be on overs. So that, that definitely was a nice angle in the early going. Yeah, early on, uh, in, in what way was it soft? Mostly totals? Totals were, <coughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me, yeah, guys. Um, t- t- <laughs> Totals were, were more exposable than, uh, than sides, I would say. But, but, again, they tightened it up pretty quickly. There, there's really no easy money to be made in the KBO, frankly. Hmm. Yeah, that, there's not a lot to bet on, so I'm sure they, sh- they right. sharpened up. They, they spent all Absolutely. their time at that. Yeah. yeah. Joe Ostrowski with David Stahl, Sports Radio 670. The <laughs> score, David, is a plus EV sports better. 
uh, over the last three months, is there anything that you look back and you're like, oh, God, what the hell was I doing? You just needed some action and you bet on it. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a couple. Um, those first few weeks of quarantine got pretty dark. Um, you know, if you're somebody who's used to having having money flying around, you know, day after day, year after year. Um, so I did, you know, briefly dabble with, you know, some of the Madden Sims, you know, the 2K Sims <laughs> and, and some of the, you know, eSports type things. And, you know, every now and then I kind of get a cross-eyed look from my wife, you know, like, what do you think you're doing? Like this ridiculous kind of thing. Um, yeah. You know, I, I kind of curbed both of those relatively quickly. But, yeah, I, uh, I have to admit I did kind of stick my feet in the water a little bit. I, I did laugh at a lot of the Madden Sims stuff going on, but the eSports thing <laughs> it, it intrigues me because I've been hearing for a while, it's the next thing, watch out, the next generation's really into it. Uh, could you see it exploding at some point? I, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I, I didn't know much about it coming in, you know, to quarantine when it was one of the last things left standing. But you go in on some of these Twitch streams and, you know, you see the viewer count in the corner, and, you know, it kind of gets your attention. I mean, they are pulling some big numbers uh, you know, for these streams, and, and you got to assume a heavy chunk of those viewers are doing so because they have money on these, you know, matches. So, yeah, you know, I don't think it's far-fetched at all to think that esports could could start taking off. Tell us about going from an average Joe better, a weekend better, uh, looking for some entertainment, to then becoming, over, over the long term, and you have this posted uh, on your very own website, daviddemand2.com. It's on your Twitter profile. If people want to check it out, you're, you're up front, and you have your records there for years and years now. People can see you are a winning better. Um, tell us about the moment of taking this seriously. What changed? Gosh, I mean, that's, that's a hard question to give a, a specific answer to. But, but for most people, and, and I know I fell into this category, when you – initially jump into the gambling world you're going to lose it's you know almost a certainty you're not just going to jump in hit the ground running take off and never look back that's you know that that's a fairy tale if you believe that you're, you're going to get your teeth kicked in a little bit um but as you do so you know you're trying to kind of learn from your mistakes you know tweak this change that adjust here adjust there you know put a few tools in your belt as you go um i know that sounds cliche you know i know that sounds corny but you know, that, that's a huge part of it. Um, and for me, you know, that was about early, early to mid-20s uh, when I started. Not that I became a winning better at that point, but that's when I started realizing what I needed to do if I wanted to work in that direction. It really, isn't it that the case with anything? If we're talking about investment, there are a lot of people that think they're professional Absolutely. traders now because there's, right. there's that tuition right. that you pay. You're going to lose early. And even no the question. long term, uh, what does Rufus Peabody always mention that 99% are, are losing betters? No question about it. Yeah. And, and, and most people don't realize how hard this really is. I mean, that mm -hmm. one to one and a half to two percent that can do this and consistently win, the other 98 percent really don't understand what goes into that. You know, be that finding a local beat writer from, you know, some podunk town in the Midwest and reading everything that he writes, you, you know, or uh, looking into a weather forecast four or five days before a game to see if there's going to be wind, you know, rain, whatever, things that will affect a total or affect, uh, you know, a shaky kicker, things like that. It's It's not you know, sexy, it's not fun, you know, sometimes it's tedious, but 
you know, if you really want to have an edge, that's, that's the kind of work you got to put in. But uh, how important is it to bet early? Uh, I mean, that, that all depends on how confident you are in your stuff. Um, you know, if, if you feel that you have a good edge, you know, and, and the price is where you want it to be, by all means, jump in. Um, but, but I wouldn't say, you know, that every time there's a correlation between getting in early and, you know, having success and winning your bets. But it, in general, yeah, you know, if you feel good about it, get in there. Joe Ostrowski with Pro Sports Better, David Stahl, Sports Radio 670, The Score. Um, I, I'm thinking about the four major sports, and we were voicing earlier in the conversation our frustration with Major League Baseball, but we do know that the plan for the NBA is July 30th. Uh, the NHL, we think in August, we don't know where. That hasn't all been figured out quite yet, but we think it'll be there. And hopefully uh, the NFL and college football. Do, do you think your process will change for the sports uh, where the schedule has been completely altered? Like the NFL, not a ton has changed yet. Sure, they're doing Zoom meetings. I don't know if you put much into OTAs or not. I, I really don't. But, uh, right. you know, Major League Baseball, they're about to start the season, then they stop. If they play, they're going to have a second spring training. Uh, NBA, it's going to be eight-game regular season, then the playoffs. The NHL, they're going to have this playoff with 24 teams, including the Blackhawks. Uh, are you going to – do you think you're going to handicap games in a different manner? Uh, it, it, that's such a tough question, but, but a very good one. Uh, yeah, there, there's no denying there's going to be challenges. There's going to be challenges in all of those sports unique challenges, you know, that we've obviously never seen before and, and very likely won't see again. Um, but it's important to remember those same challenges that the better has. They're having those challenges on the other side of the counter, you know, pumping out these lines and then letting the market take them wherever they're going to go. So nobody's going to get off easy uh, when these major sports come back. There's, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty everywhere trying to feel out, you, you know, what direction these things are going to go. I know you bet on college football. Uh, do you think they're going to play? Gosh, if you asked me that a month ago, I'd have given you a different answer. But right now, yeah, I, I do think they're going to play. Um, I, I will say, though, there's a possibility that some conferences will only play conference games. But, yeah, I, I do think they're going to play. Uh, last thing I have for you, David, we have uh, some people that are going to be uh, starting sports betting. I've actually been surprised with legalization. I've been covering it in Illinois. I, I've been surprised at the right. number of people people that have reached out that have never bet before. I used to think, hey, right. if you want to bet, you're gonna you're gonna bet in Chicago. You're gonna find a guy or you're gonna go offshore. <laughs> it's it's not that hard to do. But believe it or not, right. there are a lot of people that didn't want to put their credit card information out there. They don't want to deal with a bookie. So they're going to be testing things out for the first time. Uh, for the novice bettors, uh, any advice that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, and, and some of it, you know, isn't going to be necessarily the most fun thing in the world. But one of the bigger things is removing your own biases uh, for your favorite teams. You, you know, they're usually not as good or as bad as, as you think they are. Um, and it's so tempting to sit down, you know, with a beer and a pizza and bet on or against your team. But if you, you know, truly don't feel like you can strip those biases from yourself, again, like I said, it's not the most fun thing in the world, but maybe just, you know, old school style, just watch your favorite team with no money on it um, and, and pick some of the other games to bet on where you don't have any of those biases. Do you still have favorite teams or did sports betting uh, strip that away? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, depending on the day and the time you ask me, I'll tell you what my favorite team is. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it varies. Like, like you said, this to a degree does kind of strip it from you. Um, and yeah, it, you know, varies by the hour. It seems. <laughs> no question. Uh, David enjoyed the conversation. Hope to do it again. And, uh, next time when we talk, we'll have a, a lot more to bet on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to it. Thanks for having me. David Stahl, he's a pro sports better. He's on Twitter at David Deman, the number two. If you want to check out his records over the year, he's uh, very transparent. It's all available on his website, so make sure you check that out. All, all these interviews that, that I like to do, it's not just me talking sports betting because I want to talk sports betting because I understand there are going to be a bunch of you guys that are going to be trying this for the first time. So that's how I like to close every interview, is give some advice. So I like to bring in some pro sports bettors, uh, some people that just cover the industry, bookmakers. It's all relevant. I've been betting for a while, and I still like to learn stuff, and I usually do in every one of these conversations. So if you miss any of them, if you go to the feed, wherever you get podcasts, Early Oz with Joe Ostrowski, you search that, and you subscribe there, and we make sure to put all of these conversations in that feed. Chris Dickens will do it tonight, and then you'll see uh, David Stahl uh, there as a guest. So I, I think it's worth your time. If uh, maybe you get to the weekend and you do have some free time or over the holidays coming up, you just want to run through a bunch of these, usually 15, 20-minute conversations, and I think there's something that you can take away from each of them. Joe Ostrowski with you, 670 the score. 9 o'clock, we've got Score Rewind coming up. But also, before we get to that, um, hey, last night, Ed, Mike Fisher, he's fantastic. He covers the Cowboys. He brought up Jerry Jones, and we started talking about him, his importance to the NFL, and how other owners tend to follow Jerry Jones. And we haven't heard from Jones yet. Get to that on the other side. And now a lot of people are starting to criticize him, like, hey, it's time, Jerry. You've got to say something. You are the leader of the owners. You'll hear what Fisher said on the other side. This is Joe Ostrowski, 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.